Okay. That was Steven's idea to start that, with the yeah, to start with the score. To start with the score because that wasn't me. <laughs> it wasn't my idea. I mean, the score of this movie really is is the sixth or fifth character, depending She's if you New count York that. She's New York City. Depending if you count, if you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> depending if you count that old man that Kate Winslet takes advantage of, but. <laughs> Let's, let's let's get it straight. There's four mains. Four mains, and then the fifth is the score. Is the score, and then the sixth is that man that, is that old man? Like, takes advantage. Of. Honestly, okay, I will. We'll get into it, but it, it honestly felt like that movie with Rosamund Pike, where she like buys that senior center, and she and she like takes advantage of all those people. I don't think ever in the history of this universe has anyone drawn that comparison. Good for you. Okay, well, the more you know, and I'm better educated now to spot elder abuse. Elder abuse. <laughs> <laughs> this movie just keeps getting better. It's like a blooming onion. Well, when she, when, mm, when he, when she not. stopped for that elderly man on the side of the street, I was like, okay, this is an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Something like, like what, what could go wrong here? And it's, it just felt very exploitative at times. In the wrong hands, this movie is just pure crazy town. So we're pure lucky crazy town. That we People are so trusting in this movie of letting strangers in their homes. That, oh my that god! That should have been the name oh of the god. movie: "Strangers in My Home." Actually, "Strangers in Someone Else's Home," because people were renting other people's homes and then letting strangers come in. How much would you die if, like, this movie would oft get confused with The Strangers, that horror flick? And when people type this one in, they get that one. <laughs> okay, well, what I was thinking is that the strangers. there's such a genre of movies nowadays that are all about people who rent Airbnbs and then strangers who show up. <laughs> and then they... <laughs> like yeah, this, I saw one. This movie is littered with scenes of strangers trespassing homes and people just being like, come on in. I think this movie exists in a realm where crime isn't a thing. Like, there's just no oh, way. there's no crime. There's no crime. There's no crime during in this. In LA, in 2005. In L- there's no crime in LA, and there's no crime in the suburbs of London. Definitely not. For 40 minutes outside 40 London. 40 minutes? There's no way. She no could way. Get, she could no barely way. get out of the driveway in 10 minutes, let alone she get to London. She could get a taxi London. to the door. Okay, when they show you that cottage, there isn't a home within miles there's no way. There's no way that, she's making it to work on time. That home is a is a tight three hours from London. <laughs> on a good day. On a good, no snow. No on snow. On a good day. Yeah. And then the, towards the end where she goes, I'm just giving Charlie a walk in the village. How the fuck did you get there? How'd you get there? How'd Drive? you get there? Yeah, it's strange how she gets her Mini Cooper rental. That's not really, that's not really explained. That's the scene I was missing. That's what I wanted to see. Yeah, I love I love scenes where you're at the Avis counter and you just can't you can't get the rental. That me too. You, you want to know what it reminds me of? Four what? Christmases. Oh man, yeah. They're that's not a, at an Avis a, counter, but they're at the. Airport. They're at a rental. They're always at a rental counter in that movie. They're and always. Vince Vaughn's stupid Hawaiian shirt. Yes. Now, I'm feeling triggered because someone on the plane in front of me was watching Four Christmases, and I kept glancing at it when I. The flew good back news. The good LA. news to anyone who's thinking about making a holiday movie going forward is that it will always be better than Four Christmases. <laughs> good news. It will. Oh, good news. If you're doing it, you're not in last place. Okay. So. And try. this movie is certainly not in last place. This is probably my favorite holiday movie of all time, even though we're about to poke lots of holes in it. <laughs> it's very good. It's very it's entertaining. Great. 
I wouldn't, it's definitely not my favorite Nancy Myers movie. My favorite Nancy Myers movie is for sure Something's Gotta Give. I and you're you're, it's complicated. Well, your favorite Nancy Myers movie is the one that you starred in, right? The one that I starred in. It's complicated. Wrote, directed. It's complicated. You sent me an email today with the most aggressive signature line I've ever seen, which is not just your name, but also a graphic that you have to expand to read. And it shows me your credits, <laughs> two of which are for movies I've never heard of. But your number one credit is a starring role in It's Complicated. It's Complicated. A movie you did not star in. <laughs> Explain yourself. I've been fighting tooth and nail with IMDb to remove this credit. Big tech. To no avail. Yeah. We do not mess with big tech on the pod. You guys know this. I am powerless, helpless, hopeless. If you have any yeah. ideas, DMs and that's open. why that's why I think the ladies had such good experiences during this movie is because they didn't they didn't resist the trend of big tech and no, they Airbnb. Went right with it. They went right with their pioneers. They they actually were pioneers. They invented the holiday Airbnb. Was the first Airbnb. <laughs> Truly. Oh my goodness. The It's Complicated Thing is a... I, I mentioned one time in a live stream on YouTube that I was an extra and it's complicated. And somebody went and wikied, IMDB'd my page. What, mm-hmm. what am I trying to say? They gave me a credit and it's complicated. But if you look, I'm not credited as anything. There's yeah. It doesn't even say actor. And this is a big no-no, and it's really embarrassing. Um, Nancy, but I can't Nancy, get it Nancy off. Myers, if you are a listener of this podcast, please, yes. please delete Chanel from the IMDb. Nancy Myers, Hans Zimmer, <laughs> yeah, please uh, Kate delete Winslet. her. Do me a solid, and like, can somebody just cut out the middlemen and just go to the higher ups at IMDb and get this credit off? Because it makes me look stupid. <laughs> it yeah, makes me it look does. Like I start and it's complicated. It's bad luck. But oh, we're not here goodness. to talk about it's complicated or something we to give. We're here to talk about the holiday, which this might be the first movie that we've talked about that I actually own. You do own it, and I'm super jealous. Every year I go to watch this movie, and every year I think I do a short-term rental on it. They always and pull it. They I always pull it. it right around Christmas. They do. They pull it right before because they know people are going to pay it's up. Always, it's always on Netflix in July, of course. Duh. <laughs> Why would it be on when I need it? Yeah, exactly. Um, we have like a... My my friend Andrew, he's obsessed with this movie. And I remember like five years ago, he was like, we were faced with purchasing it for $20 or renting it for three. And he was yeah, like- Yeah, but it's an investment. He's like, I think we're going to thank ourselves later for this. And we bought it <laughs> on smart. his account, not mine. Oh, smart. He's a smart guy. I had this on DVD. I own yeah. DVD. But last night um, I had to- You had to rent it. You know what? I, I don't want to. You know what? I don't want to know. Don't ask. Don't, I don't ask because I don't want to tempt big tech. Don't tell. Here. Don't tell. I didn't ask. Don't tell. I'm not now, telling. Don't ask. Don't tell. The movie. The movie is opens and it's filled with with a swelling score that Chanel gave us a little taste of at the beginning. It's amazing. It's I amazing. forget that this movie starts like that. It's cool. Yeah, the, the 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 sound, the music is is really lovely, and the movie is is seems to be interested in in the the business of scoring a movie, and it, we sort of open with with a scene of, well, a few different scenes, but one of them where they are scoring a movie, and I didn't know that's how they did it, which is that they just watch the movie and they play the piano along with it, and it just uh-huh. records the song. And it's perfectly synced. That's it's perfect. Cool. Perfect. No I love edit. a peek behind the curtain. It was great. No edits. This movie, you're right. I think upon 
this has got to be my 80th rewatch at this oh, rate. Yeah, at least. Easily. And it's yeah. like, you forget that it starts like as a little, it's just like an homage to movies. A peek behind the curtain. Right. We're in a rom-com mm-hmm. and we zoom out mm-hmm. and, we're in the, and then we're in the real world. But we're also in a movie. Meta love. Right. Right, right, right. I love this movie. <laughs> Right, and the, t- the the tying link between this and Falling for Christmas is that Lindsay Lohan is also in this movie. I was going to say, what a fun link. Lilo, two movies in a row, Lindsay Lohan's in this one. <laughs> and it also begins with, and this doesn't really carry through with the movie, but it begins with a voiceover from Kate Winslet. They're very sloppy with the voiceover in this. It's, she it's starts inter- and closes, right? Maybe. I can't remember if she closes it, but she definitely starts it. She and starts. She, she begins with a very long-winded um, definition. Monologue. Yeah, monologue, where she does the classic, defines the key terms. She defines mm-hmm. love and a couple, and she uses... Um, Shakespeare, she, your favorite. Shakespeare. Well, I was going to say, we're both, we're, both, um, we're both Shakespeare authorities, because we were taught by... Um, Heather Fordham's, du- Fordham's <laughs> top Shakespeare expert, Heather Dubrow. <laughs> Yes, yeah, star of Real Housewives of Orange County, Heather DeBrow, and <laughs> Do you remember? Do you remember the day she refuted that in class? <laughs> yeah, just to put it time and date, she she we were in this woman's class, same name, the same year that Heather DeBrow was premiering on Real Housewives of Orange County, and she she needed to take class time out to to clarify that she was not the same woman. I wish we had a photo of <laughs> our Heather. Of our Heather. Our Heather. <laughs> She was great. So Stephen and I are the utmost authorities on Shakespeare. And Kate does launch into a monologue about love and she um, uses Shakespeare very well. Correct. Sure. It's confusing what exactly the monologue is, whether or not it's some sort of diary entry or where she's pulling this information from. I was going to say, is it an article? Because she's kind of typing. Well, right? she's typing as the monologue is is being read aloud, but we come to find out that she's she's working on an article for her job. She's not necessarily writing. Yeah, what this is being time spoken. Out, I was like, is the article about love? And we find out, much like some of the other women in these movies, she's late on her work. <laughs> just like <laughs> Renee Zellweger. Right? Just like Renee Zellweger in that in that other winter movie. That other winter movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What oh new in town, um, <laughs> the whole monologue is kind of serves to just introduce us to the other mains, right? Like we're getting glimpses of everyone's life. Yeah, we see everybody. Um, at this rate, I'm just too familiar with the movie, so I'm just like, got it, got it. Like I, I forget that we even start this way. I'm almost just like start at the switch, start with yeah. them swapped. But it, the whole monologue like comes to a head at the worst kind of love is unrequited love. Mm-hmm. And that sets us up. It sets us sets us up um, for another reason why office romances are a bad idea. Mm-hmm. Because Kate Winslet, we find out, has been in a relationship with this guy at work before. He cheated She's been on shagging, <laughs> shagging Jasper. He cheated on her before, but she doesn't mind, and she she She's wants cool with it. <laughs> But this the the whole office scene reminded me of I think what you think going to work would be if you're a child. Like it's just playtime twenty four seven. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> None it's of these so people, many people have ever been to work before. 
they've never met each other ever but like even the writing and the directing like none of these people have ever set foot in an office like people are just kind of bumping around (laughs) chatting with each other it's parties people are playing psychological mind games on each other yeah well it's right before i like to call it um it's like right before christmas break energy at high in high school yeah it's like school yeah when you're kind of behaving like a little animal um (laughs) everyone's just going off yeah um bumping around office to office presence no one is looking for the boss over their shoulder no one's like worried sandy bullock is coming if you know what i mean you know and you know what this office does which is something you wanted to see in our last episode what they say they say merry christmas they do say merry christmas and i'm a huge proponent of that (laughs) (laughs) no guys no no rewind back go to our last episode and just just yeah Realize that we we just say happy holidays. It's easier. (laughs) Okay. It's the Christmas party. And they don't say Merry Christmas, by the way. They say Happy Christmas, which I would like to. It translates to Merry Christmas. Oh, okay. In in American Mm. English. Does it? Yeah. (laughs) So beyond that, though, this, like I was saying before, I couldn't tell, like, if, if the big boss was truly wielding his power inappropriately or if he was completely oblivious because he calls the whole office to order and he says he says kate winslet come on are up you here. here come on up i got i got this i have a a, a reporting gig for you mm-hmm. you're gonna write about the biggest wedding ever this small town's ever seen and London. he's like it just happens to be with people in this office mm-hmm. and we find out that it's her ex who she was just talking to very inappropriately and yeah. gave a gift to she gave him a gift and he was like oh my god you're amazing and she said my favorite line of the whole movie and i'm gonna say it right now he goes where did you find this and she goes buried in that little place we found in Covent Garden that time <laughs> it's the best it's the best there's no other there's no better line reading thank you scene so moving on bananas behavior if it, they it were in a relationship weird. For three years, like she mm-hmm. said, and then he cheated, mm-hmm. and then your boss said, "Cool not- assignment, girl. Get on up here, Iris." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just so humiliating. Because I was just like, okay, there's so no, there's no way that this boss didn't know, right? No, that's what I'm saying. Like, this is common knowledge. This wasn't like a secret romance, and they were together for a while, right? So this is like a rub your rub your nose in it kind of movie. Oh, it's for fucked. sure. Yeah, this is a, this is, oh, you wanted a Christmas gift? Here it is, Iris. Here it is, babe. Here it is. Happy Christmas. <laughs> Take that. Happy holidays. They just dub over one word in this whole movie. And this is where her commute becomes very confusing because we see her then trudge home to this, to her cottage. Mm-hmm. Which and hysterically s- cry. <laughs> hysterically cry. But until we find out scenes later that it's 40 minutes away from London, mm-hmm. you would have assumed hours. Hours. I wrote... <laughs> Uh, that cottage seems very remote. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I wrote, seems like a really, this seems like a real commute to this remote cottage every day to the big city. I know. I feel like in reshoots, somebody would have been like, do you want to throw in that it's like 40 minutes outside of London? Like, that's what I think. Because it plays in voiceover. About 40 minutes outside of London. Yeah, it's it's in her sales pitch to Cameron Diaz. Yes, sales pitch. Who we jumped to we jump to next and mm-hmm. there's a guy asleep on her couch downstairs and he mm-hmm. wakes up and he goes upstairs to wake her up and 
we find out that there's there's more office drama stateside. Yep, stateside. <laughs> if that Christmas party was what you think going to work was when you were a kid, this is what fighting with your uh, significant other looked, felt like when you were a kid. Like, yeah. this is what I thought. Right. Just like constantly slamming doors and opening them yes. back up and saying yes. more nonsense back but and forth. But no real emotion on it. No one seems that upset at all. It's very factual. But no. I think that's the point. No. And as I was watching this, I wrote I wrote down, because obviously I like sort of forgot the plot. I wrote down like, oh, I guess what they're trying to tell us is that he didn't cheat and that she's just confused. <laughs> Crazy. And then I was like, then I wrote down, okay, never mind. Because never mind. he did. Because, <laughs> he he did. did. He did. because his, his delivery of I didn't cheat to oh, I did cheat is so the it's same It's the tone. same delivery. And her reaction to it is the same. Yeah, I mean, it's just like, yeah, rewatching this now as an adult is like pretty bananas. It's like no one was invested in this relationship. Why are we here? No, and <laughs> I couldn't, leave. I couldn't Walk remember, out. I couldn't tell you his name. I couldn't even remember why. It's like... Ed Burns. That's all I know. <laughs> it's Eddie. <laughs> He's from it's Long Eddie. Island. And, hey. <laughs> and I mean, that's the theme so far is that this is what happens in offices is that men act up mm-hmm. with their underlings. Yeah, and, and women stick around. With or without feeling. Right. And mm-hmm. I, I, it was nice to see Cameron Diaz, though, because she does bring that that sort of electric finger-in-the-socket energy. She is. She's zany. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she's zany in this movie. Forgot. <laughs> she is very zany. Finger in the... She was called a finger-in-the-socket energy. She's always like short circuiting and like snapping her neck and <laughs> and 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 prancing about and she does that she does that walk which I guess is her signature kind of like broken down baby giraffe where she is always always unsure of where to put her foot and it's very charming. It's so charming. She's a charming individual. I think that like this is kind of where we get lucky because this movie could have really veered off the tracks. It's if honestly didn't what take it, it seriously. What it is is it's basically a prequel to Tar. Like she is, <laughs> she is the early two thousands Tar. <laughs> oh my god! I don't think I agree with you, but we'll go with that. They're both composers, and they both have both composers. I think she's a composer, right? She is a movie trailer editor, <laughs> oh, that's Steven. Right. That's try, right. That's right. She's a movie trailer something. Editor. Yeah, because that's like the very next place we go. I mean, with the fight, I wrote boring, switcher Eddie, and then she punches him, and I went, yeah, that's Bor- good. I, I agree. I do think that the, the, the fight was boring because it seemed like both of them didn't want to be there with each other, so there was no there was no – like side where the other person wanted the other person more they both yeah, they both they wanted both to out. leave that's why it was boring but it served like a ton of exposition in our faces it was just like she yeah. can't cry she's unemotional she's a bitch she's prioritized work over men right um very early 2000s feminism which is my favorite kind er, absolutely <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah women are boy crazy in this movie. women are boy crazy and if they're not they have a big house yeah <laughs> <laughs> and that's she exactly did, what Cameron she had. did have a big house for she had a being... big house she had a pool I said you know what I would sacrifice love for that house easily she had she had some really nice co-workers she had Catherine Hahn and, and John she, Krasinski John show Krasinski up. Jim from the office 
I would have made all of the same choices Amanda has made thus far in the movie. I feel great um, yeah. about her position and things. Yeah. But um, this is where we get another like trailer moment. The yeah. movie kind of zooms in and we're in that Lindsay Lohan movie for a hot second. Just one second. <laughs> yeah. Two guns. <laughs> yeah. And then um, we zoom out and we see her at work and she just keeps talking about how women are get old and haggard and men just age beautifully. <laughs> and then she also does. And you can tell that we've had. Okay. The, I think this movie is 2004 and it's, I guess. 2006. We're in a, a 2006. Yeah. And then she makes this really obtuse reference to terrorism where she, oh, was, she does. Where she was like she was like, We were taught to fear terror, but now we have terrorists. And then what next? And it was like Oh my it god. It was very I was like, Okay, I guess we're at that really weird space where I guess we're five years out from September eleventh and people mm-hmm. are making these like, sort, like what's sort a really of common jokes? fear that we have? Exactly. Terror. Yeah. <laughs> yikes it was it was funny and then and then she sits down at her computer um and she does one of my favorite things which is when characters say out loud what they're typing into the computer yes this movie is chock full of it where do where do i want to go by myself for christmas Mm -hmm. i'm not sure search (laughs) search (laughs) yeah this movie is so great with this because this is um well, I wrote down she can't cry, which is important and a great touch because Iris can't stop crying. Right. Which is fun. There were some really fun parallels in this. But, but then um, we find yeah. out why she can't cry later on. Trauma. <laughs> trauma. <laughs> Childhood trauma. Um, yeah, so she sits down at the desk and she starts typing and she finds this house warp speed. Fast. She goes, yeah, she, no, she looks no, at one yes. listing that's bad and then she finds... Yes. Cozy cottage for Christmas. Cozy cottage for Christmas. Um, I just wrote the camp. I can't. Um, this house is really only available for home exchange. Okay. Where's yours? Here. Boom, boom. Well, I was, I was trying to think of what the time conversion would be. Like, what time is it actually in London at oh, this time? Oh, give up now. Just quit. <laughs> I, I couldn't, <laughs> give I up couldn't, now. I couldn't do the math, but... I, I there there I am conversation between the two of them was really funny because Cameron Diaz like a normal person is like oh I'd love to rent this home mm-hmm. and Kate Winslet is like no 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 I'm, I'm only I'm only interested in home swaps yeah yeah <laughs> some and by the way she and then she's like oh have you done them before she's like no no never me neither <laughs> I've heard about it my friend did it one time though. <laughs> But it's, it's like, like why is that in the exposition? <laughs> but it was just so funny to be like to be so firm in this like I'm only gonna do a home swap when you've never done it before. It was just like <laughs> I would be like, okay, I'm gonna go to Bali. Here, have my house. Like I'm gonna go to Hawaii. Here, but, take my house. No. What swap. what becomes clear later on when Kate Winslet gets to Cameron Diaz's house is that then you realize, or I guess you could have realized now as well, is that Kate Winslet has no idea what Cameron Diaz's home looks like. No clue. So they, there's this is a one-sided swap. It's a one-sided swap. I couldn't believe this sequence. It is insane the way they agree so quickly. The way they, they even, agree. They didn't even get on the phone. They didn't even chat on the phone. They didn't and, even dial each other up. And they are they are both willing to hop on international flights that day. 
to get mm-hmm. there because it's you know it's overnight so yeah I think are we left to assume that this happens like off screen that maybe they did hop on a phone call but it was like boring no I think that no. we're to believe that they never <laughs> talked they never talked yeah because they're so you know they're they're emotional and they're so wrapped up in their own thoughts and feelings that they don't even think to talk to each other on the phone it's pretty insane because like you said um Kate Winslet has never seen Cameron Diaz's house never and she could hop on a plane and end up homeless. And, and as you would, and as you would know, like L.A. as to say, oh, I live in L.A. That's a pretty broad Big. geographical terrain. Yeah, she it knows can... my house is a little bigger than yours. That's all she knows. <laughs> that was so funny. Little bigger than yours <laughs> in the messaging in the exchange. <laughs> okay, I need to find a way to to bring that up in a conversation with somebody. <laughs> bigger than your house i like <laughs> i like your i like your apartment mine's just a little mine's bigger. just like a little bit bigger it, it gives the same energy as bridesmaids when she goes um you don't have a husband <laughs> yeah the same energy there's this is did, my husband have you seen you that don't thing, have one have you seen that thing on tiktok where people are sharing their favorite bits that they do yeah 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 just like mom made yeah well there's a new one that i saw where it was this girl was sharing that her mom, every time she would like leave the house to, to the grocery store, she would go, um, she'd go, oh, like, what do you, does anybody want anything? And like, I, and the person who's narrating is like, and I would say like, oh, you know, I want Pop-Tart, celery, whatever. And then like the mom would write it all down on the list. And then she would go, oh, sorry, I actually didn't pick your name off the Christmas tree this year. <laughs> Why does that give my mom energy so hard? So funny, but it was... <laughs> It just felt the like the gift exchange. Was, yeah. <laughs> this is a silly fun time. Yeah. It just seemed like it seemed like there was a lot of room for error, but of course there's no crime in this movie. Do you hear that? Are you being broken into or is it the cat? No, I think it was the trash. Oh, okay. It might be okay. New York um, people, am I right? Yeah. Um, let me see if it's done. Steven's experiencing some some ambient noise. I don't think they can hear it. Okay. Well, they they agree to swap and they get on the plane the next day. Um, funny little scene with with I can't remember if it was Kate Winslet or Cameron Diaz. Mix them up. <laughs> but, um, well, it's pretty easy to tell. One of them's in economy and the other one's in first class. Oh right. So okay, get it the straight. one in the one in economy, whichever uh-huh. girl that was. Yeah, whatever lady that was. Whatever lady that was, she like she flirts with a married man, of course. Mm-hmm. Thirsty bitch. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry, I take it and back. And then she, um, um, so that's a bit of a letdown. Was that total Kate letdown? That is Kate Winslet, and then she fields a BBM message from Jasper. Um. <laughs> Hey, oh, bitch, yeah. can you read my pages or whatever? Jasper? Like, How do I get a hold of you? He's the office fuckboy, just worth mentioning. Yeah, but it's very similar to the the relationship between Cameron Diaz and that guy in the beginning. It's, I don't, I would be hard pressed to meet anybody who is invested in Jasper's relationship and they keep bringing him back mm-hmm. and it, and it just it's just hard to believe that she's still holding on to him like pining over him yeah yeah it just i don't know it didn't really work for me as well then you weren't listening to the unrequited love monologue in the beginning 
So right. rewind and go back. And then you're right. Then that senior citizen has to give her homework about how to be a woman. And then yes. she learns how to be a strong, independent lady. Oh, yikes. But I happen to agree with you that I didn't, I don't entirely buy that she's still pining over Jasper after three years. And she's kind of a strong, confident woman. But I think Kate Winslet does a great job with backstory. I just, I think it's all up in her head. And I just trust her that it was there. And yeah. I do believe that it's hard to forget someone that you're in love with if constantly at work. Yeah. It seemed like he and her work very closely together. Like he's constantly, yeah. you know, bouncing ideas off her at least or like he's maybe her boss. I don't know. It felt right because I think what also becomes weird is that they make a very big point to point out that his new lover works in circulation, <laughs> which I guess is something Loose to... Loose whore. It, yeah, like, I think they're implying that she, this other girl, is like really low on the food chain. So She seemed like it. She seemed younger too. Seemed younger. It yeah. just, I think that they're, I think Kate Winslet just as a star exudes like a confidence, like a natural confidence in her yes. that it just, it was hard to believe that she was not. Holding on. Right. Yeah. Um. So maybe he, I think like Jasper just has to stand in for something else. Like, like I think like she was saying like unrequited love in general and not so much this person because I think if you put it on him, it doesn't mm-hmm. it doesn't work. And then when he shows yeah. up later on, I'm like, ugh. Yeah, it's definitely hard to believe. I mean, she just you're right. Not the first issue we've had with casting in this movie. We will get to it. <laughs> she yeah, just but I have if a you're solution. gonna cast for the Kate Winslet thing or the other thing. The other thing. The other, the other thing. We'll get there. the other the other elephant in the room. That we, the other okay that yeah never mind. Five five foot six seven elephant in the room. Yeah. <laughs> Male. Yeah. I. It's okay. just yeah I agree with you. We'll put a pin in that. If you cast Kate Winslet, you're getting strong confident. Yeah. So. I think I think similar to a I think that there was there were a few characters that could have been cut and I think that he could have been cut for sure Jasper and they could have just mm-hmm. talked about. She could have just been talking about somebody in her past that she was, like, longing for. And mm. she, like, couldn't get out of her head. But I think once you put a face to it, it's kind of like, oh, Ew, him? Work. Yeah, Really him. him? Yeah, like, he could have not spoken the whole movie. Um, but that's where this movie is really campy and on the nose. Like, he needs to come up and act like a big, dumb idiot and email her, where can I reach you? So yeah. we can watch her make the wrong choice that women yeah. often make, which is to yeah. keep the conversation going. Yeah. <laughs> But but our girls are on the Amazing Race now, and they are they're they're rushing to their next destination. Mm-hmm. Did you thinking, appreciate Amanda in first class? Yeah, of course. Okay. Loved love to see it. Um, although that's always tricky on the Amazing Race is when they find out there's only first class seats available and they can't book them, so they have to wait Oof. for the next flight. Yikes. Um, there, I would have loved to have seen the contract for this rental agreement sure that's good yeah show me that this is legal above board you know (laughs) it just just seemed like there were so many loose ends with what could have happened i would have loved a contract because we find out kate winslet didn't even tell her brother that she was leaving okay not just that but we see on night one cameron diaz is like okay over it i'm I'm just gonna go back home and i was like well there's a lady you've never met living in your home yeah entertaining strangers in your home uh-huh. Yeah. Cooking dinner. I think the contract would have made me feel a lot more comfortable. Yeah, just to know what we were getting into. 
just like at the end of that voiceover hey i'm sending over the contract now cool i'll look it over yeah even just that that would have been great that would have been helpful to put my mind at ease yeah um i will say that when um kate winslet is driving through um la with her head out the window like a dog. Oh my god! I was just thinking to myself, and no offense, Janelle, there's no LA's place disgusting. I would rather like I would. Uh, there's no place I would rather be. No, that's the wrong phrase. I would rather be anywhere, anywhere else, else than L.A. during Christmas time. It yeah. just doesn't strike me as. And it did make me laugh that she was putting her head out the window like a dog because when she was writing her bio on the instant messenger for the home swap she was sort of describing herself like she was a dog she was like I'm, i don't loyal, make a, happy. Yeah, loyal <laughs> don't make a lot of noise i clean up after myself yes super tidy go to the bathroom outside it was like <laughs> the the that blisteringly fast i am exchange was just meant to put all of us at ease but so, honestly she was no a conflict. big she was a big liar because she got off an international flight shoes on and jumped on that bed. bed. Yeah. That is nasty. That is so disgusting. I just got off of a flight this week and I changed before I napped. Yeah, because you're a human being. I was Because I'm real. Yeah. I was thinking, oh, I don't think I don't I don't think you're that clean. So Yeah. I I got what you're putting down about the LA scene. It's LA in the movies is such a lull. Like they try to make it look gorgeous. It's disgusting. LA is so ugly. Yeah. And they were they definitely... traveled far and wide for those palm trees. Like they, they were, were looking. Right. And they were they were doing something similar to that to the movie with Renee with with New in Town where they were trying to draw this extreme between like hot Christmas and cold Christmas. <laughs> but a scene later they have they have Kate Winslet wearing sweaters and everything in LA. So it wasn't yeah. It wasn't like she it's was in a bikini. It's the Nancy Myers coastal, what is it, coastal grandma. Cream, they all wear creams and whites. Yeah. I, I mean, listen, I would have, obviously, I would I would live in Cameron Diaz's house for the rest of my life. but For sure. Just, and just, that wardrobe. Yeah. Ooh, so comfortable. So Cameron com- Diaz packed no less than 40 coats. <laughs> she she <laughs> loves coats. I did. That scene was very satisfying when she gets her last coat into that closet and she shuts the door. And she goes, cute dress. The- <laughs> <laughs> this movie's perfect. Well, it was just sort of funny that I was like, what are they trying to say here? I It, it would have been funnier if, if she was like, oh my God, same size. Yeah. And then they start to think like, oh my, what if, she's, she? my, what if she's my twin? No. Wait, maybe you're actually blowing my mind right now. I didn't pay attention to this. Does she end up wearing the dress maybe later in the movie when she fucks the brother? Okay, well. (laughs) That would be inappropriate. Yeah, I think. uh, Okay, I don't think she does, but I also think that they're setting you up to think that, right? Well, yeah, cute dress would imply we're going to see that later. Because when, when when the brother comes over drunk, I was like, why? you come here like it's really weird that you go to your sister's house he got inordinately pissed um that my question for you is would you let him in because i wouldn't <laughs> like stay outside okay, that's what i was saying like this is this is how horror movies begin nowadays somebody shows up in the middle of the night to your airbnb in the mm-hmm. middle of nowhere drunk i saw a barbarian did you certainly not i i read a little <laughs> bit about it and i don't want to watch it i don't it's an airbnb scared. scare yeah I, I, I saw that i don't want to watch that <laughs> i read that on wikipedia yeah i read that on wikipedia <laughs> um 
One of my yeah, one of my one of my habits is reading Wikipedia plots for horror movies that I will You're never watch. You're not alone. You're not alone with that. I every person I've ever met who doesn't like a horror movie will read the plot on Wikipedia and then talk and to me about still it. Still terrifying. Yeah. Um one of our mutual friends like would do that. Um he would Wikipedia it and then he talked to me about Midsommar as if he'd seen it. It was great. That's really funny actually. It was a, it was a good time. Now you you brought up your favorite line reading in the movie. Mm-hmm. My favorite line reading in the movie which I double down laughing because it was so funny is when Cameron Diaz is asleep in the taxi and he drops her off he's like oh like I can't drive you down the road which we come to find out she drives down that road 300 times definitely drive down the road he's like are you going to be able to walk from here (laughs) and she goes no (laughs) and cut to bitches walk and it was just her delivery i was like okay this is why i miss cameron diaz because that's what she does best she does this like to use your word zany comedy so well but what i also appreciate about cameron and we've seen this in so many of the movies is that she is not afraid to just dive in and go for a hundred yeah like yeah she is she is not keeping the bus at 55 she is she is flooring it to 80 on yeah. on on town roads. And yeah. I love that her commitment to this because I think it I think that it helps balance out the sort of traditional series approach that Kate Winslet is doing. Yeah. And I think it helps make the movie fun. Honestly, I think without it, it would have been a real snooze. It's really ping pongy. It's like I think we've talked about this before in like Georgia Rule or something. It's it's as if Kate Winslet's doing Lee Strasberg. <laughs> Cameron's doing like improv comedy. It's just great. Cameron's doing like mime, frenetic, like I know, clown. And clown. it's like it's kind of amazing it got past Nancy Myers, but I can only just like say Nancy Myers like knows what she wants. Like I trust her. So she was probably like, Yes, that's what we're doing. Yeah, I think it I think it helps balance the 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 ground, the more grounded storyline of Kate's. Yeah, yeah, and I think it allows her to to do that. And now, no, <laughs> it was so funny. And I then she's trudging in the again. snow with the stilettos. Wow, fun, fun, so fun. Um, I'd unpack my suitcase at that point and pull out the Nikes, but it's okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. But no, she makes it there, and she's walking around, and she's kind of like, mm. this place sucks. This place sucks. <laughs> It's very like Paris and Nicole Hilton day one of Simple Life. Very like you guys. She's live, like ew. You guys live here. She's like a charming a dog. Okay, <laughs> I guess. Also, no mention of a dog in the listing. Charlie. No mention of the dog. No mention of a dog. I'd be very upset if I knew, found out I had to walk a dog yeah. when I got to my vacation home. <laughs> I'm so pissed. She does, Cameron does the best bit in the whole movie, and I was just struck this one time about how short it is. She sings Mr. Brightside at the top of her lungs. Oh, so over good. Over some and, wine. It's great. It's amazing. so weird that we watched this movie because in my Peloton ride this morning, hey, bragging. <gasps> Mr. Brightside? Mr. Brightside played, and I, without thinking, started singing it. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone so every loves that song. wedding that I've been to in the last six months, which has been two, yeah. has been like a crowd gather like mr brightside really unites the population it unites the population people drop whatever they're doing to run to the dance floor to scream sing mr brightside sing mr brightside and this is where i want to pose i think this movie made mr brightside happen i don't think it would be as great if like cameron didn't do this but i could be wrong 
I don't know. We'll have to talk to the killers. I think we should. Yeah, Can we get him on the line? If you're, if you're, if you're a listener. Excuse this, me? Not, if you're, if you're if the you're, killers. If you're the listener of this podcast, please let yeah. us know. If you're within any degrees of separation from the killers, can somebody please reach out to them? Because we have a lot of questions. Now, Cameron Diaz in this movie shares something that I have in common with her character and something that we both share in common with Oprah, which is that we both hate driving. And <laughs> I love driving. Remember on Oprah's road trip with Gail and she talked about how she famously hates merging? Me too. I have so many Oprah quotes running through my head right now, but that episode's very funny. Okay, can I tell you my favorite part of the road trip with Gail? I, I will it. Google it and watch it over and over again because it makes me laugh so hard. It's day like whatever on the road trip. They're pretty far into it. And Gail is singing in the car, okay? And she's off key. And Oprah's like, you have to stop singing. She's like, she's like, I think you're tone deaf. And Gail goes, I'm not tone deaf. I just can't hear myself when I sing. <laughs> and Oprah's like, that's How? the definition of being tone deaf. Tone deaf. That do not deaf I don't, it's like if you if you've seen the road trip, you'll know it's it's it. The, honestly, what the own network should do is they should shut down all their original programming and Rerun just run that. the road trip every single day in a loop. Yeah, yeah. You have this is not the first time you've sent me like a rogue clip from Oprah <laughs> to well, watch. That is, and my favorite standalone episode is of course the episode where Oprah Colonial. and Gio. Oh. I send it to everyone I need. I send it to anyone I can get my Yeah, Guys, I can vouch. This is 100% true. (laughs) Steven has like four or five viral clips that absolutely define him, and he will send them to you when he meets you. If I have coworkers who are having a bad day, I'll be like, oh, I know what you need to watch tonight. And I'll send them a link because it's free online, the full episode of when Oprah and Gail go to the PBS Village set (laughs) in the 1600s. It is the funniest 40 minutes of television you will ever see in your entire life. This is where I say you're welcome, viewers at home. Google it. Google oh it. Oh my God. It is the fun. If you ever want to talk about it, I could talk about it for hours. We do a mini-sode on just that. On just Oprah and Gail going to the PBS Village. Yeah. Um, and you have the the amazing race watermelon in the, to oh, the head clip. And which, yeah, that's, that is never not funny. Never not funny. <laughs> never not funny. You have to go on. You have to go on. And she's concussed. <laughs> she's concussed. Oh, okay, so where did we get off track? Oh, we. So she's so driving. She's driving. Um, okay, I can. That's okay. I can drive on the wrong side of the road on the wrong side of the car. Um, <laughs> I want to say so funny. super very ethnocentric. This movie. Ooh. Um, post, post like see, claiming that we have a right and a wrong way. I we don't. I think she's right. It did feel. It felt unnatural. It felt wrong. It felt wrong to it drive. Felt wrong. That felt like the wrong side of the road. I and the wrong have, side of the car. I couldn't just put my finger on why. It just felt wrong. Couldn't. Yeah. And she screams. Shuts her eyes when cars come by, which that I've been might gu- be you. I've been guilty of doing too. That might be you behind the wheel. Yeah. You ever get in a really say. narrow lane and you know, like you have to pass a car and you're, just you're like, kind of squeezing it, yourself. It just, just be easier to shut my eyes. <laughs> Guys, we are not advocating that you shut your eyes while you're driving. But well, if it happens, in the moment, you're not I think alone. to myself, okay, if I close my eyes, I will actually be able to have better control of the car. Shut off one of those senses, baby. <laughs> exactly. It's like I've di- found it's like myself in this predicament. Dining before. in the dark. 
The food I found myself better. on a local. Oh, we are just we just got a lot to say on this topic. I found myself on a local road in New York, um, and it had New snowed. York City? So th- no, this was like Long Island, and oh. there were two. It had snowed, so you know when the plow can't really clear the road totally, so it just pushes yeah. the snow. And there's like a snow. There's two snow banks. Yeah, I got stuck on a road because we couldn't fit a big truck came at the same time as my little car came mm-hmm. and we both couldn't squeeze past each other yeah, and so i got out of the car and i made the truck driver move my car for me <laughs> around his he just backed oh he you, backed made, my you car made him up. get into your car yeah i was like dude I, I don't have this and he's like okay let me do it because like i prefer men to drive <laughs> and I was uh, say, he backed you're lucky. my car up I was super lucky. I mean that he didn't. Yeah, he did it for me. He didn't me. take your car. That oh, I didn't even think of that. I said, I, "There's no way out of this." Clearly. Yeah, the only solution is have him get in my car. Have a man do it. Yes. <laughs> I have to stop. I have to stop doing the ha- women hating jokes. We're gonna w- we're gonna attract the wrong audience. I fear. Well, the next scene, the next scene is like kind of the classic holiday scene. I think people think of when Cameron Diaz is in the grocery store and she's drinking a bottle of wine as she's yeah. shopping and for her. The rude store clerk. Oh, someone's having a party. Someone's having a party, bitch. I think a good rule of thumb if you're a checkout person is just don't, don't make assumptions. Sh- shut your mouth. <laughs> don't make assumptions <laughs> about what someone's doing with their food products. Yeah. Or other products. Right. You don't, you just don't want to do it. So mm-hmm. I did just wonder how she was going to get herself home, considering how gnarly the drive in was going to be yeah. versus. Um, and lucky for us, we don't see it. We don't see it. We don't see her drive home drunk. So. Truth. Um. So that was nice. And. Mm-hmm. I think there's a Jack Black scene. Yeah, so like we wrap up the Cameron night. She does the Mr. Right side and she lights the fire and she's freezing and, you know, she's bored. She's bored. And then we cut to L.A. And Jack Black, as Miles, arrives at uh, Kate Winslet's house, a.k.a. Amanda's house. And she lets him in. And she can't figure out how to let him in, but she does. Screams into the intercom. Yeah. If you heard that, I'm sorry. And he come, he drives up with um, his girlfriend. And he, as he's driving in, he goes, Maggie, the flutes. This is the best part. <laughs> they did Maggie dirty in this movie. Oh, they did Maggie real dirty. She doesn't get to defend herself. Not for one second. Yeah, like what's Maggie's side? I'd love to see that. I'd, I'd love, love to, to see, hear it. I'd love to see Maggie's point of view. Mm-hmm. Um, Spinoff. We don't get it. It's <laughs> um, at whenever... this point I wrote. Go ahead. Oh, you first. No, I was going to say, whenever you want my solution to the Jack Black problem, I'll uh-huh. I'll give it to you. But go ahead. Oh, okay. I mean, this is the p- first point we see him, and I just wrote, they did Jack Black dirty in this movie. This Why? is not dialogue native to his tongue, yeah. let's just say. he Much like how, in, like, two weeks ago, I said, I don't see Natural saying daddy. Like, you're just not going to believe me that I'm talking about my dad, you know? Mm-hmm. There's a he, daddy line in this movie too. I can't remember where. Oh, there is. I have it. I have it written down. We'll get to it eventually. Okay, we'll get there. But um, yeah, when he says Maggie, the flutes is the best part. I just, I just don't buy it for not one second. It's very daddy. You know, it's like yeah. I don't think you speak like this. Right. Um, poor Jack Black. To me, this is not how you use him. Mm-hmm. Um, he's school of rock. You know. 
Yeah, it. I guess I guess he was part of the zeitgeist of the time, right? So that's must have been why he's there because they're mm-hmm. the three other leads are big big time movie stars. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I just something about his character just felt out of place, and then it dawned on me, where I was like, you know what? The same solution that I had to Tar, I'm gonna plug and play here too. Let's do it. J Lo. <laughs> Plug J-Lo in as Jack Black, and now you got a movie. And Wow. But here's what I'm saying is why it would work as J-Lo. Okay, is that, let's hear it. I'm not, I don't want them to be, I don't want her and Kate Winslet to be lovers, right? Because uh, I think, okay, that's, I think that's Kate Winslet's better relationship is what I would hope was going to happen, is that when she walks him down the aisle at the end, she forces that old man to get married, and then she takes all his money. Yeah, and then I, I liked think, the Arthur and her thing. Better. Yeah, I think that's the romance, and I think J Lo is just because one of the things that like the movie doesn't really show that I think they were missing was sort of that best friend energy, and I think it would have been nice to show the women have friendships with other characters mm-hmm. that were not men. <laughs> that's and I think kind it would have of... been really cool if her if she made a friend in L A. That yeah. was, that could have just like helped her develop her sense of self beyond her just watching a bunch of movies from the 1920s. Yeah. I'm right there with you. I've so often say thought this. I'm J-Lo. Okay. <laughs> no, no. I'm right there with you that I think from the jump with this movie, I always thought Cameron's there to learn to love. Right. And Kate is learn is in LA to get over a love. Right. So Kate needs friends and yeah. Cameron needs a lover. And it it kind of betrays the movie a tad. It's like, yeah, her and Jack Black should remain friends. He's giving nothing but friend vibes, friend no. energy, and total she's friends. Giving him zone. friend vibes too. They're both exchanging friend vibes. Which is fine. But then Which is don't, great. but then don't make it a romance. So Yeah. I, I think and by the way, I think the movie also could have worked if, like you're just saying, Jack Black was a friend. That's I think what that's I'm also, thinking. Like, so I no think, J-Lo, but Jack Black no, just remains a friend. Okay. Like for J-Lo, retweet for <laughs> Yeah, Jack let us know. <laughs> but pick Jack Black. Like, leave him in. Well, I think regardless, I think the friend angle is the way to go. Yes. Um, and I think it would have been, I think it would have been a more interesting movie. Sure. Yes, I'm. I'm totally there. Jack Black is a friend. Um, yeah. But but okay. One more but. Um, at this point in 2006, maybe they were like, we're doing something crazy, quirky, cool here by like making a romantic lead, not like a Mister Classic handsome, like because Jude Law is sexy. Yeah. And Jack Black is fun and quirky and funny yeah. and, um, hey, I would date Jack Black. Yeah immediately but it's just like this was not done yeah um i, if you're I, love, a I, I love jude law in this movie it's not of course my favorite jude law performance is of course in, not is not in, even close is in spy <laughs> yeah, exactly um <laughs> yeah i i guess this is like their attempt at diversifying the male lead that's so, exactly it sure now what i did think to myself is that as we go into and we're sort of exploring cameron diaz's home more with kate winslet and jack black in the scene mm-hmm. is that i was like okay this is 2005 2006 this is the era and this is not the first time i brought this up <laughs> this is the era of 
trading spaces on Ugh. the learning channel and i thought okay how funny would it have been if if one of them got onto their instant messenger and said hey <laughs> what what if what if we redo a room in each other's house would want to do it the master bedroom <laughs> could use some work let's put palm trees on the wall and fill the floor with sand sand <laughs> I need a Trading Spaces expose, by the way. Okay, if you like, Google top Casey 10. Anthony top 10. Talk. Yes. If you Google <laughs> top 10 wars Trading Spaces reveals, it's on YouTube. I watched it this morning. So good. They have all the classic ones there, like the, the sand. The sand. And wasn't there one where they put like fabric on the walls? The, well, there was one with fabric, but I think you might be thinking of the one where they made the, in the bathroom, they made like the fabric flowers and they oh stapled them. Oh my God. That movie was the Hild- most. They're all Hildy. Hildy. I was Santa. about to say, who was the most unhinged carpenter? Hildy. Hildy. Um, they the DIY on that show was offensive. Like, yeah, it was gross. But then I thought to myself, okay, maybe maybe they should have had Paige Davis play Jack Black. I would and love she, Paige Davis, and she could have been like, I have an idea, and she an could idea. have gotten the ball rolling on mm-hmm. the. Uh, the renovation mm-hmm. cool. and she could have even done it it could have even been one-sided where kate winslet just redoes a room as a surprise oh i feel like like kate redoing a room in the la house is like looks bad on her part but if amanda well, she hasn't touched it she hasn't touched that cottage so i don't know i don't know which way her mind would go like if amanda redid a room in kate winslet's house like the cottage it's like thank you that's charity you know oh for sure <laughs> I'd be like, just Other leave way around, one of your coats and we're good. <laughs> leave her a coat. There's too many. There's 40 <laughs> coats. Um, okay, so then we toggle back to the cottage. And this is the point where I wrote, would you let Jude Law in your house? Because he what, shows up at the stoop. Okay, let's be very specific. Would I let Jude Law, Jude Law in my house? Yes. Would Man. I let a stranger in in the middle of the night? No. No. And Jude Law is not a stranger. No, I... <laughs> He's star of stage and screen, Jude he's Law. Star of stage. <laughs> yeah, he, much like you, has some really top hits in his IMDb. So Yeah, he's also starred in a movie, yeah. like me. Like <laughs> Big blockbuster. Um, but I, I, I did write down, wow, this should be scary, but it's not. It's, it's quite sexy. It's sexy. It's so hot. Um, I can't relate to this level of tench right off the start, but, you know, I got to be careful. It. It was, um, yeah, it was very, like, their chemistry, and this is something that Cameron does again and again, she is able to, like, light up the chemistry with her co-stars in the same way that she did with Tom Cruise. Like, I am buying what these two are selling. Yes, Hook, same. Like, one second, I'm with these two, and I'm in. I'm in. I'm at the ATM and I am like, how much <laughs> how should much? I take out? How much to yeah. pay for this? <laughs> it's just like, wow, you put two hot people in an old cottage. I mean, when has that not worked? I'm like, kiss immediately. Let's yeah. go. But I love don't. this scene. They they play they play it coy. No, they do. She goes, I think since we're never oh, gonna right, see each they other do again. Kiss. Since we're never going to see each other again, we should have sex. And he goes like, are you serious? The only thing that I think she really set women back in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> are you okay? That's a snort for the I ages. Didn't, I didn't see that coming. Go ahead. He goes like, how do you feel about this? How do you feel about this? Blah, 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 blah. They're going back and forth. How do you feel about foreplay? She goes, seriously overrated. 
And I'm just like, did somebody hold a gun to your head for that one? <laughs> She's just ready to get it going. That's all. She's eager. But okay. She's eager. I'm, I'm willing to buy that she hates that. Fine. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and then the this is where the two storylines be are so different. Like their difference makes me just laugh. Like Kate is hanging out with an old man and some children. Taking um, advantage. No, no, Kate's not hanging out with the children. Sorry. But it's just like the two storylines are pretty funny at this point. Like Cameron is getting hot and heavy in London mm-hmm. and Kate Winslet is watching not. DVDs in L.A. <laughs> <laughs> she even says at one point, she's like, wow, I can't believe I watched four movies today. I was Crazy. Like, Whoa. The entertainment center had me weak because this is such like a lost era at this point. We have blackberries in this movie. We have bootcut jeans and we've got yeah. entertainment centers that take up the whole wall. And just a library of DVDs, which I used to love to collect. And I know you did too. You had a collection. Yeah, I really thought DVDs were going to come back in the same way that vinyls come back. But then I've been thinking recently that like, I guess the appeal with vinyl is that you get that kind of crackly sound. I don't know if you get that. I don't know if that's ever. Wow, this is a crisp, crisp (laughs) Blu-ray. Yeah, crisp, crisp Blu-ray. Wow. No, I remember Who knows? They could come back around. I went to Best Buy to buy a Blu-ray once. I think it was like 2015. And the store clerk was like, you should just like get this online. And I went, are you crazy? (laughs) (laughs) I said, are you fucking insane? And he said, yeah, like in another few years, like everything's going to be online. And I said, you're nuts. Ring me up. (laughs) Take your conspiracy. Take your stupid fucking conspiracy and shove it up your ass. Yeah. And go back to high school because this is your stupid part-time job because you don't know what you're talking about. Whoa. (laughs) And he was right. I think I was literally purchasing like Pitch Perfect. (laughs) Yep. Which tracks. That tracks for me. But okay. Um, Well, the next morning. Okay. Yeah. Where are you going? I was going to say, she, she can't use the coffee maker. She can't use the coffee maker. Uh-huh. <laughs> I loved her scene. line there. No. <laughs> she goes, oh, right. Here they plug it in. It's <laughs> <laughs> really good. That's a good one. <laughs> That's like a really fun, flirty, self-depreciating way to like make fun of yourself. I love it. I do that all the time. Yeah. Right. This scene just continues to, for me, it's just like, it's so hot. This scene when he goes, when he invites her to the pub. The next, yeah. the next, he's like, I'm having dinner at the pub. No, no name. Just no name. the only one in town. You'll know which one it is. <laughs> just, Three hours from this cottage. <laughs> yeah, just go to every pub until you find me. Just get on that path and walk three hours. Because something else that we, that we sort of didn't mention is that I, she's either communicated to the audience and I think to him that she's going to leave. Like she is going to leave Yeah, she starts today. packing immediately. She's like, I got to get out of here. This is too much. <laughs> and he's like, well, if you choose to stay, like mm-hmm. I'm going to be at the pub. And she's like, okay, great. So she has her coffee, but she does get in to the cab and she heads to the airport and she even gets all the way to the airport. Mm-hmm. Um, and this again, this is sort of that post 9-11 world that they're living in where I'm like, none of these people have ever flown commercial because... <laughs> They what they don't do at security is open up everyone's luggage and go through all of your items like they were doing to Cameron Diaz, and that's when she has her realization that she's going to go home. I'm being crazy right now. And by the way, I flew British Airways recently, and they were not very nice. So I can British Airways is notoriously, I think, one of the meaner kind of stern. I remember. Okay, so I was laying down. It was an overnight flight, 
And Why were you laying down? What kind of seat did you have? First of all, none of your business. Second of all, <laughs> business. And when you're sleep, when you're in those seats or in any seat, by the way, let me make this let me make this a takeaway for the audience. You have to wear your seatbelt at all times, even if the seatbelt sign is off. You should be wearing your seatbelt. Okay. Mm-hmm. Some flight attendant stewardess took it upon herself to do to do bed checks for if to see if your seatbelt was on. Rude. And she woke me up to check if I had my seatbelt on. No, I didn't have my seatbelt on, so I did have to buy <laughs> So she was fully justified in waking me up, but still. Yeah, but I was I couldn't believe it. I could not believe it. That's shocking. I, I don't like that. And then I saw Kate Middleton and that guy on a flight recently, uh, <gasps> Prince William. Kate Middleton on a flight? No, 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 no. On the Daily Mail I saw them. Oh they were my God, they were flying trans, they were flying transatlantic and they were flying British and I was like, I bet they didn't treat them like that. No. No way. No way. They didn't wake Kate up to do bed checks. Yeah, to make sure she had her seatbelt on. Also, no one cares if she does. No one cares. She's not in line for the throne. I'm sorry. Oh, yes, she is. <sighs> she's like way late. She's like way after her children. No. Well, she'll never. Oh, my God. She won't. Do you want to watch the crown? She'll be the queen consort. Consort. Yeah. It's not she'll never hold. She'll never. <laughs> she's water. She's not blood. Got it. Got it. Got okay. it. Oh my god! Um, I did kept thinking to myself, I wish the queen was in the movie. That could be cool. That'd be a fun cameo because they did get Dustin Hoffman. You saw that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, who next? Let's let's bring him out. We got yeah, Lindsay, I'm Dustin Hoffman, the queen. That would be really cool. I bet yeah. she's nah, she'd be fine as a cameo. The queen. Want to hear? Want to hear funny? Want to hear a funny story about the queen? Is, sure. It's a t- ten second story. I'm all ears. So I'm watching QVC the other night, and as one does, as one does. <laughs> By the way, if you don't watch QVC. The best time to watch QVC is during the holidays. Yes. It is peak, peak programming. (laughs) They are selling candles the other night on QVC. (laughs) And they always try to make you think of all the products you could find at Kohl's or anything else. Like these are all those types of products. And they were trying to explain the candle maker from a brand you've never heard of and tell you how famous he is. And, And the host goes... The host goes, you, you're probably never going to think this is funny. The host goes, he even worked with the queen before she died. <laughs> <laughs> and I was dying because I'm like, uh, like the alternative. Uh, working what's the other? <laughs> it's like either you worked with the queen or you didn't. Or you but didn't. She, but she was just like, before she died. Before she died. Because if you work with the queen after she died, you're a liar. It, yeah, or, or it certainly doesn't count as much, I would say. As he he with ran her. a seance with the queen in the it pre- just, in his presence. It's just, and that's, that's, that's why QBC is so good because... You, you sent get, me the Lisa Rinna clip oh, the other day. Oh, the Lisa Rinna from the THNK 1994 account. Um, the, that's what's so good about QBC is that they put these hosts on, on TV for hours and hours. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they just say... They say the wildest things. They run out of stuff to say. Let's they just... run out of stuff to say. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. <sighs> okay. So train of thought. Ba- should we go back to the movie? I don't know. We could stay on candles. <laughs> What's your no, let's go back to the movie. Okay. So um, this at this point in the movie, let they... Let go, let go. Oh. What are you singing? Let it go? No, let go. The musical interlude from Fru Fru in the movie. Okay. I don't... What? That's let the music go. in the movie. Let go, let go. Oh my god. 
Well, they play for a little bit. I've stroked okay. out. But this is where I want to bring up the phone. They, they finally get on the phone with each other. At least okay. a day to two days deep. At least yeah. there's been a day and a night. Amanda and Iris get on the phone. Yeah. Lady chat. Lady chat. Oh, that's, the, that's the cat food. Is that the cat feeder? My favorite time of day for you. Um, yeah, they get on the phone for like, I don't know how many days in. They have like a quickie exchange. This isn't the awkward one yet. Or is it? No, this is the awkward one. Um, yeah, where she's like, I can't believe you slept with the woman who's renting my house. Maybe. Well, who cares? Either way, it doesn't matter when it happens. <laughs> doesn't matter. But this was the point where I'm like shocked that they that they waited this long to get on the phone. But it's okay. Yeah, and she's kind of being uh, uh, Kate Winslet's being kind of disrespectful to Cameron Diaz by sharing all this information. If I was Cameron Diaz, I'd be like, "Listen, lady, look at our contract. We have a, a week and a half left in this agreement. Don't contact mm-hmm. me ever again because you're yeah. being rude." That's what I would have said. They're so friendly on the phone that you almost think they've met before. She's like, oh my God, how are you? How's it going? That's very that's very, very good Kate Winslet. I have an excellent Kate Winslet. and I'm, Very good. I'm not even going to pretend like it's not good. No, I think it's good. Now, one thing I haven't mentioned <laughs> Bitch, so far. I told far, you it was good. One thing that I haven't mentioned so far, which I did find a little bit distracting this time watching it, mm-hmm. is that the music cuts, not just the score, but when they cut to the movie trailer interludes in the movie are so loud. loud. Yeah. I was like, did they let Cameron Diaz do the sound mixing as like a way for her to get familiar with her character? Probably. It, it really sounded like an amateur did it. It was it was honestly jarring to the point where sometimes I, I had to lower the volume. It was so loud. It really takes you out of the movie for a sec. You're like, <gasps> Amanda Woods is back. Yeah. I mean, if you're trying to watch this movie discreetly, good luck. <laughs> Good fucking luck. <laughs> Good luck. Now, but this also is right around the time where she abducts that senior citizen. Watch this movie discreetly. It just really got me. <laughs> yeah. So then this is like, this is the friendship of the movie where yeah, I think they should have left it. Super cute. But it did, like I said before, it reminded me of Rosamund Pike where I was like, when she uh, like uh, gets out of the car and, she, and he was like, oh, I don't. She's like, you don't know where you live, but I know where you live. Get in. I was like, have we met him before? Very much like Falling for Christmas, I wanted to be like, what does he remember? Because he remembers everything but where he lives for that moment. Weird. Yeah. But was it, were they trying to make a case that um, he just gets confused because now all the houses look the same or something? It was, it was weird, but she I did help him out. She does help him out. and She helps him get home. Which is nice because she drops him off at home. But then she takes it snack. upon herself to uh, to let herself in. Yeah, she lets herself in. <laughs> and she's almost like a pull, she beelines it to an Oscar, an Academy Award. And she's giddy. She cannot believe where she is right now. She's like, <gasps> oh my God, this is what they talk, this is, what, this is LA of the movies. Right. Very, and- very cute. And I did start to conflate them where I was like, oh, that makes sense. She works She works in the movies. But I was like, no, that's Cameron Diaz. So she just likes right, movies. Right, right, right. Yeah. Kate Winslet just likes movies. Yes. And this is when we do get some helpful information because he tells her, she like, she vents and she's like annoying. And then he goes, listen, lady, women are either leading ladies or they're best friends. Okay. Listen, One of the lady. two. That's what he says. When he takes her out to dinner or when she ta- takes him out to dinner. Um, and he, he says, he's like, you are leading lady. He's Yeah, you're leading lady material, but you're and acting that's what like we the best said. friend. But like, we said that 
we were like, Kate Winslet, leading lady. She's not pining over Jasper. That's This what is I the w- second person to call it out. Third I agree. person. But I do wish, I wish, like, speaking of cameos, I wish Leah Remini was sitting in the restaurant and she yelled out, hey, when he said that. <laughs> <laughs> when he made the comment about best friends. I'm going to need a minute. <laughs> Right? Like, Every best friend that we've ever covered yeah. on Star Vehicle, we need in like packed into this restaurant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Leah so, Remini can speak for the group because she's done it the best. And ten years after this movie, but that's irregardless. Ir- we want her. Regardless. <laughs> <laughs> Who was the best friend in two thousand six? Tony Collette. Maybe. Remember from In Her Shoes? Oh yeah. Um Selma Blair. <laughs> yeah. Um She's so, still kind of hot. So that's when that's when he's like, listen, if you want to learn how to be a leading lady, the only way to do it is not to talk to any actual women, but it's to watch these movies from mm-hmm. 70 years ago. And then you're going to learn how to not act so weak. And he's like, watch these 15 movies and then we'll talk. And it works. And it, it honestly, it, it works. is. Yeah, it's like Miracle Grow. She is. Mm-hmm. She becomes a woman in front of our eyes. She has a glow up. For sure. Um, And then Cameron Diaz is like, and then we get this really interesting scene where Cameron Diaz is like, obviously she's decided to stay. And then she's like, I'm going to go, you know what I'm going to do? <laughs> I'm going to go surprise this guy who I told, who I just told I was going to leave. I'm going to surprise mm-hmm. him at his house. And I, this is the first time I watched this movie and thought, oh, she's an avoidant attachment style. <laughs> I'm learning. It reminded me a little bit of that movie Up in the Air when George Clooney goes to Vera Farmiga's townhouse and mm-hmm. he finds out that she has a family and she's like, are you out of your mind? We are Hyatt friends. End of list. Like, we're Marriott members. Yeah. But he, there is She just a told him, like, don't come over. I yeah. don't want to talk to you. And then she comes to her sentences and shows up at his front doorstep. Right. And there is a good fake out because she assumes that he's there with another woman because she's like, oh, someone's there. And he's like, yeah. yeah. And. Oh, you're not alone. No. Oh, it must have been the kids who said daddy. <laughs> then it's not creepy. <laughs> oh, my God, Steven. You wrote down a daddy and it was from a child? <laughs> Jesus. I did. You're fired. And this is where we. This scene I thought was pretty cute. I mean, I think. Similarly, in terms of letting someone into your Airbnb in the middle of the night, letting basically a stranger into your house to meet your kids is also a little suspect, especially when we find out that... (laughs) Your cat (laughs) is so chatty. Especially when we find out that his whole thing is that he doesn't like introducing people to his kids because it's irresponsible, which I agree with, but then he, he lets her in. She's just different. She's different. She's She's American. And if you thought to yourself, and again, we're not making light of it. It just happens in literally every movie. If you think that this movie did not have a dead mom, you're wrong. 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 So wrong. Wrong. Are you D-I-V-O-R-C-E-D-W-I-D-O-W-E-R? Two years ago. Three years ago. And we find out that that Cameron Diaz also has trauma from her childhood because her, I guess, was it around the holidays when her parents split split up? And they like, yeah. I couldn't remember. 
I think that's that's the case for the last time she cried. Like oh. she's all bottled up inside because her parents' divorce really blindsided her. And I'm like, how? Right. You couldn't see the writing on the walls? Come on. <laughs> she was like, I saw the luggage and that's when I knew. That's um, when I knew. We used to call ourselves the Three Musketeers. Yeah. This movie gets really endearing yeah. at this point. I mean, I, it is an endearing movie, actually. I find it endearing the whole way through. The Arthur, Iris stuff, um, and now this. The kids are so cute. And, he, and he, uh, Jude Law does Mr. Napkinhead. Iconic. Iconic. Very cute. Um, and five marshmallows each in your hot chocolate. Fuck out of here. What? Or as she said to the girls, are you guys in hot chocolate? Are you guys in hot chocolate? It just so happens that I am. <laughs> but this movie does teach us about mental mental health. They tell us that mm-hmm. the best thing to do is just compartmentalize and just put things into boxes and... Don't and unpack live, them. And don't unpack them. <laughs> Leave them there. Um, it was so sweet. She gets in a little tent with the girls and they're like, the three musketeers. And she's like, oh my God, am I about to adopt two children? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I am. Super cute. But then they, they do have a little heart to heart after. And he's like, he basically says to her like, no offense, but like, I'll probably never see you again. So yeah, you know, but he does say, you're right, that he does call her a beautiful movie trailer maker from LA. That's the line from from the movie that's his is that word verbatim yeah wow. you're a beautiful movie trailer maker from la uh-huh heard that before <laughs> <laughs> i can't i really can't with this it was sweet it's so sweet this movie really killed me there um yeah and then we cut back to the states and she's running a full-blown senior center at this point she mm-hmm. is because we find out that she's Arth- fielding dinners arthur's jewish <laughs> Right. She had a pop-up Hanukkah celebration. And then Mm -hmm. we find out during this time that Arthur is going to get an award, but the only way he'll go collect the award is if he can walk on stage Mm -hmm. without his walker. So she's like, okay, I'm going to get you in shape. And the scenes, she takes him to a pool. um, Her backyard. Yeah. (laughs) And Not just a pool. And then she, this this part did make me laugh because I'm like, okay this is basically saw that she's running in this house because she he gets up so unsteadily and he like looks to like grab onto his walker and mm-hmm. she just uses her foot and kicks and it out just, of the way just nudges it a little, little out of his reach i was like she is wild doing this i would do this like my siblings i'd dangle it so far over their heads just like if so they she, couldn't if reach she it. had a slip and fall on her watch good luck good luck with that lawsuit lady. <laughs> no crime in this movie there's yeah. no crime not even elder abuse now we go back to you we go back to blockbuster again and we see that um oh yeah so now it's the blockbuster scene and this is where jack black shines usually yeah by the way this is like jack black jack blacking if we're gonna like make it a verb okay do you know what what i mean what is he doing he does this like this is so school of rock of him he will like he makes music with his mouth (laughs) that's what he's doing oh god the eye roll oh, that when just he sings when he sings the songs he's picking up dvds and he's humming their main theme and it's oh. cute it's endearing and he is a fanboy of music yeah. and this is where i felt like this isn't the character miles this is jack black he likes this stuff yeah. and he is like really on the nose with it all it's just it's just 
it just they're friends and that's that's all it is it's friends and then we see that what's her name is outside with another guy and maggie maggie and he's like wait wait a second he goes outside he says why am i always attracted to the bad girls (laughs) and we're just like wait what wait what literally what i'd love to hear from maggie i would love (laughs) to hear from maggie at some point we don't i mean we do but she comes across like a little bit off her rocker um yeah maggie was a get in and get out day player sort of thing just like get her out and what's funny is after this scene i said to myself okay wait what day is it and then he jack black literally says to her oh it's christmas eve christmas eve and i was like oh (laughs) that was i knew you were gonna have trouble with the day and i i meant to ask you about it yeah it's funny that all these holiday movies they really they really kind of leave it ambiguous as to mm-hmm. what day it is. Um, it wasn't until he said Christmas Eve that I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but after this time gets really muddy for me because they do have their exchange. I- Kate Winslet's Iris is like, I'm still in love with this guy, blah, blah, blah. I know exactly how you feel. And yeah. then he's like, whoa, your life is like way worse than mine. Like, I didn't even care about Maggie. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, okay, I'm going to make – she goes, should we have some Christmas fettuccine? And he's like, I'm going to make you some fettuccine, bitch. He and he's like, we're going to pop some bubbly and we're going to hang. That's exactly how he says it too. Yeah, that's we're a good Jack Black. light a fire, pop some bubbly, and we are going to have some Christmas fettuccine. Which um, sounds good. I, I would love some fettuccine. Yeah. And then he, at that point, he also goes, Simpkins, it's you and me or whatever. And I go, who's Simpkins? <laughs> her last name. It's her. Oh, didn't It's know. Iris Simpkins. Never well. heard it. Okay, so they're they're moving closer together, and then we start to see that Cameron Diaz and Jude Law are trying to plan for the future. But mm-hmm. cool, cool catch. Uh, Cameron is also eating fettuccine. Cut oh. to she's got a plate full of fettuccine. Great, but, great, great. I wrote this movie is camp. <laughs> but as they're talking, and she's literally like, "The past few weeks have been amazing," and I was like, "Few weeks? I couldn't believe that that she had been there for weeks." Um, and they're trying to to plan their future going forward. But as we all know, long distance is the wrong distance. And she's mm-hmm. like, this is not going to work out. So we might as well just call it. Because yeah, this might as well is call not... ahead because this isn't going to happen. And then he says, but I'm in love with you. I love you. Which be... I wish that she would have said back to him. Why? <laughs> because I would have <laughs> <What>? loved. <laughs> would have loved... <laughs> no. <laughs> Another uh, line reading for the ages. Yeah. What? No. Um, yeah. He's like, as problematical as this would all be, I love you. Yeah. Crazy talk. Crazy talk. It's not where you say that. But um, they – then we cut back and we find out that Jasper has shown up at Kate Winslet. And she's like, what? Wait, why are you here? And then we find out that he's still engaged to that girl. And it's just yeah. so weird. And she's like – and then she finally goes, No leave i did it i'm a woman (laughs) i did it i told you this movie worked i this is where i start to get confused over how long christmas day is so my question for you is what time of day are they eating sushi is it christmas now uh it must i think it's christmas because part of their agreement that they say is that they are going home that day. Like Cameron Diaz says, I only have eight hours left. So we're only to infer that they need to leave. 
Oh, yeah, like Christmas the t- day. we know they hung out Christmas Eve night. Yeah. Then she had some alone time or whatever. Her and Miles get sushi. Miles is like, oh my God, I got to run. Maggie wants to talk. And Kate is like, what about that thing later with Arthur? Like you have to play Arthur's theme song. And he's oh, like, right. I really want to be there. I'm going to try to be there. I'm like, that doesn't sound like a yes, bitch. Anyway, but, and this is this happening on Christmas? It <laughs> or do must we skip be. Christmas? No, it must be, which is a weird day to have an event. Um, I think it might be the day after Christmas, maybe. It has to be. Um, so we skip Christmas in a movie called The Holiday. <laughs> true. Um, yeah, and this is a scene where it just, it doesn't help the case that Jack Black is invested in the relationship because he is out so quickly. Yeah. You know, I don't believe if, him for one minute in no, that whole exchange, like, too. it didn't really work. So he leaves and she's like kind of bummed. And then we cut to the event for that old man. And it mm-hmm. was like really weird watching her walk him down the aisle. Like I, it, it felt like a wedding. <laughs> oh my God, Steven. So it did make me think of like, what if, this is, what if this is like a marry me situation where she forces him to get married? Yeah. Marry me. Okay. Okay. What does she say on stage? Yes. Sure. I or do. Whatever. No, I think it's sure. <laughs> Put J-Lo in. Put her in. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So it's sushi. He runs to Maggie. I don't know why I'm getting bogged down in the order of it all, but it's important to note that Kate does have some alone time at the house. Jasper shows up. She is way too eager to let him in. She's like a schoolgirl lets him in and she, she and him have some like exchange. She finds out he's still engaged and she's like, I am no longer in love with you. And it's amazing. Mm -hmm. It happens very quickly. Yeah. Her falling out of love. Kicks him out. Thank God. Uh-huh. Um, then we're at Arthur's thing. It's adorable. This is freaking adorable. The movie score kicks in. It's Arthur's theme. He um, climbs those stairs like a champ. Yeah. Steven's bored. Yeah. It's like there's so <laughs> many plot on. ends to wrap up at this point. It's just kind of like we're dotting into all the stories to wrap up all like 17 little plot points. And it's like, mm-hmm. okay. Got it, got it, got it. Um, I did yeah. laugh when Cameron Diaz is is saying to uh, to Jude Law, she's like, if I come over there, you, like Europe, will you go out with me? That, no, that's what Miles says to Kate. Oh, Miles says that to Jack Kate. Jack Black is like, hey, what are you doing on like New Year's? She's like, I'm going to be back in London. He goes, well, I've never been to London to Euro- before. I've never even been to Europe. He goes, if I go over there, will you go out with me? Will you go out with me? She's like, I'd love to. And then they kiss in the audience. Inappropriate because you're making that day about them and it's about Arthur. (laughs) You're right. (laughs) I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Jack Black. I wrote, LOL. We still love you though, Jackie. It's cute. Sure. And I wrote, is the award ceremony on Christmas? This is world's longest day. So long. But. It it felt like it, it, like the, the ending of the movie really for me really dragged on like i felt like i that was the one weak part is that i felt like it was a little bit too long because it just sort of dragged at the end but mm-hmm. and then it wraps up real quick like oh, it wraps they, up fast because then we cut to cameron diaz and it's like okay we got to wrap her up and she's leaving in her cab with the mm-hmm. same driver conveniently and mm-hmm. she does the more like really inspiring car work which we've seen from cameron in night and day she does a lot of great work in the backseat of a she's car she's great in a car put her in a car so she um she's like freaks out and decides she's gonna stay and this time she, she get this she doesn't even complain about having to walk the 
get, snowy get a load of this. She um, does it on her own. You're glazing over the key fact, which is she can cry now. Oh. She leaves so Jude Law. she's become a woman too. She became a woman in this movie too. It's a coming of age <laughs> movie in your th- at, at 35. Did you know that? <laughs> Didn't know that. That's I don't know what the how ho- old they are. That's what the holiday is. It's The holiday is a movie about becoming a woman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For all involved. I the men she's, become women. <laughs> she's matured and she will walk the road. She just like, she gets in that cab and it's a close up on her face, no cutaways. And in real time, this is where Cameron shines. She shows that she is a true actress, not yeah. just a star plugged into a star vehicle. And she starts crying and she's happy because she can feel now. And she knows this must be right. And she drops everything to run back in the stilettos. Yeah. And all I got to say is thank God I did not book this role because I don't want that job. I don't want to run. a lot of running. That, that was a long yeah. run back. Um, yeah. Obviously, it's worth it when she gets there. Obviously. Um, and of course, they kiss. And, and then he's crying, like crying like a baby. Crying like a baby. And <laughs> it's like, okay, everything has worked out. Everything feels great. And then we get much to my enjoyment a kind of a kind <laughs> like of a little epilogue a fun scene and this is where it really did remind me of training spaces when they do <laughs> when they like party in one of the like one of the rooms at the end and they're like talking yeah. about what happened during the week mm-hmm. and it was just really weird to see them all together in the room it, like, it was really bizarre to see them together because i, I didn't believe for one second that they knew each other like we have to believe that amanda woods cameron is best friends with miles from work they're not. Right. We have to believe Kate and Jude are <laughs> brother not. and sister. They're not. Yeah, they don't really look like brother and sister. So I just, but I love this. I wrote a mashup in England and really cool to think like these people made a movie together and they had no scenes together until the end. Weird. Weird. Yeah. 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 No, that's true. I mean, so like Cameron, Kate and Cameron were never on set together. Except for that. Except for one day. Feud. Uh oh. <gasps> women hating women. Nancy had to keep them up far apart on set. Yes, ladies, break them up, break them up. <laughs> but it was cute, and I mean, obviously, I will watch this movie a hundred more times. So, oh my it's god, like... it's so good! I was gonna say when you were saying this movie felt long, I think that I'm so endeared to it, and every scene sort of yeah. like cascades into the next for me to the point where the length doesn't bother me. I am like living in this movie. Yeah, all the I time. think that sometimes when I watch it, I just instinctively want to skip the mm-hmm. some of the Kate Winslet moments <laughs> with Jack Black. And I think yeah. that you feel that at the end, like I think right at the end when he uh, gets the call at sushi lunch to yeah. go meet with that woman, it's yeah. like, okay, now we have to wait for him to leave. Yeah. It's like a waiting it, game. And then get back together. And it's like, okay. Versus if I would have had to watch Cameron Diaz and Jude Law do it, of course I would have watched it. <laughs> but it was like, you didn't really buy it, so it was like, oh, now I have to now I have to wait for this again. Yeah, so. waiting is tough. This is the point where I'll ask you, and I think I already know your answer. Who sure. had the better storyline? Whose life do you want to live? Kate. Okay, those are different questions, but I would say that in this case, they're the same answer. <laughs> I mean, me Cameron Diaz, obviously. I knew it because I would pick Iris. I want to do Kate Winslet's switch. Okay, and <laughs> bitch. No, I mean, I think I, I bet I bet there are people that that think that way. I mean, you're one of them. I so. am. I'm living proof that Kate is doing more of the things I want to do. I want to be alone. I want to swim. I want to watch movies. I want to hang out with elder old abuse. I want to eat fettuccine and sushi. I want to go to Blockbuster. Do you know what I'm saying? Like she did all the things I love. True. 
No, I mean, they they both have a really, really positive experience for first-time home swappers. Yeah. And now when they do it again, they can both say, I've done it before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, why are you so insistent? Well, I did it last year and you wouldn't believe what happened. You wouldn't believe. I got a husband. <laughs> I can't believe this. Yeah. Both of us got husbands. Both Crazy. of us. And the lady I swapped with also got a husband. Two people got husbands. <laughs> you don't do have, you a have a husband. husband? <laughs> Call back. Um, yeah. I just wrote a mashup in England. It's so cute. Um, I'd love to see a movie where Cameron Diaz is a mom. I want to see her raise those two girls. Oof, with Grant. That's tough. Tough. I know. She does not seem like stepmom material. Well, I think it also calls into question, like we talk about this a lot at the end of these movies, is like, what's the what's the odds on these relationships I lasting? I know. I love asking you that. I what's think the staying power? I think with Cameron, it's really hard because, uh, well, I guess a, I guess a video, sorry, a trailer editor can really work wherever. So I guess she could mm-hmm. work in, in England. But having kids didn't really seem like something that she wanted. No. And with Jack Black and Kate Winslet, there's negative chemistry. And again, she doesn't work there. <laughs> so, you <laughs> know, it's a nice holiday, but it's our I don't favorite know long thing. term. This is our favorite thing that happens in a star vehicle. No conflict. It's like um, Amanda and Grant, so Cameron Diaz and Jude Law, have talked about the complications of long distance. And by the end of the movie, like, we're not worried. We're not worried no. about it. They're going to figure no. it out. But it's like, no. how? Yeah, better better not think about it, actually. Better not think about it, yeah. Get upset. But still, despite us going in on the holiday, this is my favorite holiday movie, for sure. It's so easy to watch. It's so enduring. Yeah, it is. It it's is. Corny. I definitely need to rewatch Castle for Christmas, though, because I think I, <laughs> I said that before. <laughs> Got a rivalry really, going on here. Yeah. I mean, there's something there's something very warm about it, but um, yeah, I don't know. It'll never get old. I think there are like two types of girlies out there. It's like the holiday or love actually. And it's like, fuck love actually. The holiday is the movie for me. I've never seen that movie. Yeah, it's not, you're not going to like it. <laughs> yeah, I knew, I knew I wouldn't like I it. I like The Family Stone. Yeah, it's um, a good movie too. That's a really good movie. But now we're getting real earnest with Christmas. This was only half earnest. This was yeah. halfway. Well, it was an exciting continuation of our holiday exploration with the stars. Loved it. Yeah. I was worried that this might not be considered a star vehicle, but I think you said it. It's like 2006. These people are at the top of their game. Yeah. I think that it's very similar to when we talked about Four Christmases. It's like this mm-hmm. movie would not work if it didn't have the star power mm-hmm. involved. It just wouldn't yeah. work. Yeah. The stars really need to stoke the flame on this one. Yeah, exactly. And it works. It works. And it works. Well, hmm. Well, that's that's that. Well, that's I that got it. That. Yeah, that's my favorite <laughs> ending. Yeah, that's that on that, you guys. So you know where to find us. Um, you know, comment on our YouTube, find us on Twitter and Instagram, TikTok as well. Please give us a review. I'm like tired of waking up without one. It's actually annoying at this point. I know, I haven't had one in a minute. It's like, I would rather have none than just the three oh. that we have. Uh oh. <laughs> I don't mean to be like not thankful. But it's like it hurts worse to have had This is what, happened. This is what happens in the holiday season. People put energy out in the universe and Santa's listening. <sighs> oh, my 
my god Santa's listening. i'm not bashing big tech i'm not bashing airbnb i'm just like oh. stating an opinion okay about it's like unrequited love or like it's like better it's not better to have loved and lost i wish i never loved you know like i wish i never had the comment to begin with chanel literally picked, stop reading from your diary put it down <laughs> i do have my diary people, right in people front can't of me. see the camera she's reading anyway yeah all right well this was a fun one merry christmas like rate review merry happy holidays, happy holidays everybody <laughs> okay bye steven bye